The MLB trade deadline has come and gone, and it's time to wrap it up on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast and Network, your teams every day. The Royals do make some trades, including trading away Danny Duffy and Jorge Soler. We'll talk about that and much more, including what this does for next season for the Kansas City Royals. All that and more on today's Locked On Royals on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, on the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Royals. Email the show, LockedOnRoyals at gmail.com. Listen, folks, the trade deadline has come and gone with the Major League Baseball season as they ramp up for the postseason. Also, you have... A very special event in baseball today, the Field of Dreams game, and so much more to dive into. But let's start with the trade deadline. First with the Royals, then uh, with Major League Baseball as a whole, because I think that baseball had a really, really good deadline. So for the Royals, they trade away Danny Duffy and Jorge Soler. Neither player nets back anything worth talking about in the return, but it does kind of become worth talking about whenever you talk about who they shipped out. So shipping out Danny Duffy, who's hurt right now and likely won't come back till September. When you think of it logically, it just makes sense. While the, the package is not going to be great, it's a player to be named later, and kind of the value of that player will really be determined on how much I think Duffy can can do for the Dodgers when he can come back and when be healthy for the Dodgers. When you look at it, though, you can re-sign Duffy in you know three months if you want to, in December or whenever the CBA gets sorted out, whatever happens with that. You can re-sign Duffy if you want to. He wouldn't play this year for the Royals again. Like If you're not going to be ready until September, at that point, why even risk anything going wrong in your rehab process and just kind of stay sidelined for a very, very, very bad baseball team? So you do right by Duffy in saying, okay, you know what, Duffy, you want to pitch again this year. It wouldn't make sense for you to pitch this year with us because – we're a bad baseball team and there's no contention possible for us. We'll send you to California where you're a Cali boy. You have a chance to win a world series you're on the world series favorite, and you can come back and pitch for them heading into free agency. And the, the Dodgers are going to put him, I think in a great spot because I've always said for the last two years on this podcast that Danny Duffy's best role comes from the bullpen. That, that, that whenever you let him just rev up and just go all out for an inning or two, he's electric. Now, he was very good as a starter this year, which was, I think, the best year he's ever had as a starter. Of course, the injuries derailed that a ton, and, and there's nothing you can do about that. But if he would have stayed healthy and on that same trajectory, this would have been the best year of his as a starter. I love that for Danny Duffy. And so you send him out there to L.A. He gets to compete this year for a World Series as long as he can get healthy, which we all hope that he can, and win another World Series for, for his resume. 
And then in the offseason, if you want to bring him back, you can bring him back. I think that there would be no hard feelings in this. I think that it was a move that while Duffy loves this organization, loves this community, that he wanted to have happen too. I, I think that, that, that it's kind of beneficial for both sides. You get at least something in return for Duffy in case he doesn't re-sign this offseason. And you also put Duffy in a better spot to win right now. As we've seen with, with pitchers, whenever you start getting hurt, sometimes it just never stops. So you want to maximize as many opportunities as you can to win baseball games and to win at a high level in baseball. So I'm very happy for Danny Duffy getting to go to L.A. And again, it doesn't shut the door on his return. He also wrote you know that, that long ad in the KC Star, still saying bury me a royal and everything like that. So like I think that if the Royals wanted to, they can go to the table this offseason and put an offer on the table that he would agree to and that he would resign to if both sides wanted that reunion. Of course, it's free agency, and Duffy has the ability to go anywhere he wants to, and so he doesn't have to return to Kansas City. But we have seen this before with the Yankees and Chapman, where you trade away a guy, he goes, wins a World Series, and then re-signs with the team that just traded him away. So it's not impossible, and it really helps both sides. Jorge Soler, he went on that heater a lot, the, you know, the, the two weeks prior to the deadline, and so we were saying, hey, maybe this can be that turnaround moment to kind of get him to a uh, team in, ter- in terms of a trade, and he was traded to the Atlanta Braves. Again, the return's not great, but just having him out of the lineup every single day and having him off the books, not in the sense of money, but just in the sense of, like, you're not forced to play him routinely. You can open the door for different lineup combinations is good. They have not taken advantage of that just quite yet, the way that I would like to see them do, but I think that eventually they will later on in the season. I do not see a way in which they bring back Solaire ever, and I think that this also helps next year as well when you look at the you know, no pressure to bring back Solaire. When you look at next year's lineup, it can look really good if you have a lineup constructed around Santana moving over to the DH, Nick Prado getting called up, Bobby Witt Jr. getting called up, Mondesi hopefully healthy. And then, good Lord, Nicky Lopez. Like, all of a sudden, Nicky Lopez is a complete ball player now and can hit now all of a sudden if that can translate into next year, which, as we've seen, getting things to translate year over year is very hard, and that's kind of the most challenging part almost. So it's not a guarantee that that happens. But for now, we can bank on it happening because it's what we're seeing right now on the on the uh, television and on the season. So if, that, if all those things can happen, then that lineup gets exponentially better because not only do you get better – Whenever you have Witt, Perez, Santana, Prado, Bobby Witt Jr., Mondesi, Benatendi. But I also think there's a significant fielding upgrade there uh, whenever you have Prado at first and Santana at DH. So the Royals do not trade Witt Merrifield. They do not trade you know, Scott Barlow or Josh Dahman or any of these other high-prioritized pieces what does that mean for the future of this team? Was that the right decision for this team? We'll talk about all of that and more coming up on today's Lockdown Royals on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Stiles. Follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Stiles. The show's on Twitter at Lockdown Royals. The show is brought to you by the Locked On MLB Podcast, which is a daily podcast covering all of Major League Baseball. You can listen to the Lockdown MLB podcast wherever you get your podcast from with our good friend Paul Francis Sullivan. You can also watch the Lockdown MLB podcast on YouTube. So go search on YouTube, Lockdown MLB, and you'll find the Lockdown MLB podcast there as well to be able to see the magic happen 
on YouTube with the Locked On MLB podcast. We're going to talk later on about the show, uh, how you're going to want to be invested in Major League Baseball this offseason and this season as a whole. This season's going to be really good, really fast. So we're going to talk about that coming up. But I do want to say right now, our good friends over at rockauto.com. Rockauto.com is a family-owned business serving auto parts online for 20 years. That's right, 20 years ago. You could have been going to rockauto.com and finding all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. My favorite part about rockauto.com, folks, is that I know nothing about cars. Not a single thing about cars. I don't have to know anything about cars, though. Because at rockauto.com, they have a very, very easy to navigate website. And that website allows me to just put my make, my model, my year into their database. And they're only going to show me car parts that are compatible with my vehicle. That way, I'm not wasting time, effort, money on parts I cannot use, parts I do not need. I'm only getting parts that are compatible with my vehicle and that I can actually use. And I can go to rockauto.com. And this is the most important part. And feel confident that I am not getting ripped off, that I am not being taken advantage of by somebody who understands cars since I do not. They're not doing any of that at Rocket.com. They're giving me reliably low prices at an amazing selection with all the parts my car or truck will ever need at Rocket.com. Whenever you go there, tell them Locked On sent you. When you tell them that Locked On sent you, they'll know what to do from there. Go to rockauto.com, amazing selection, reliably low prices with the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. I'm going to say right now, but your friends over at the Wild Alaskan. Wild Alaskan, folks, is about seafood. We all know we should be eating more fish to get our omega-3s and protein, but the seafood counter can be intimidating. Which fish tastes the best? What type of cut should you get? Can you really be sure? about the quality. Wild Alaskan Company takes the guesswork out of buying wild-caught seafood. You're used to having a lot of choices when it comes to what you eat, but it matters where your food comes from. Get your nutrition from nature. The Wild Alaskan Company sources wild-caught seafood from Alaska in the Pacific Northwest. Do you love to order fish when you go out, but you just never know how to make it for yourself at home? Well, cook restaurant-quality dishes at home, starting with high-quality seafood and a simple technique from Wild Alaskan Seafood. Wild Alaskan Company delivers high-quality, sustainably sourced wild-caught seafood right to your door. Choose from salmon, whitefish, or a combination. And every month, there are different specials to explore. Each shipment contains premium wild-caught, individually-wrapped protons of delicious seafood and portions of delicious seafood that are ready to prepare and easy to cook. Wild, Ca- wild Alaskan Company Seafood is how nature intended it to be. Always wild, never farmed or modified, and it contains no antibiotics. You can adjust, pause, or cancel your membership at any time. And they offer a 100% satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Get your nutrition from nature with a Wild Alaskan Company Right now, you can get $15 off your first box of premium seafood when you visit wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. That's wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB for $15 off your first box. wildalaskancompany.com slash MLB. Make sure you use our URL and let them know 
we sent you, and you will get that money off. $15 off wildalaskancompany.com slash locked on MLB. So what does not trading Whit Merrifield, Scott Barlow, Josh Dahman, all the all those important pieces mean for this Royals team? As I've told you before on this podcast, you cannot trade Wit. You cannot trade those kind of important pieces to the puzzle and still sell the fan base and still sell your audience on 2022 being the goal, the goal in which you've set out there for five years now. And you can kind of go back and forth about if that's even a realistic goal, but it would be absolutely unrealistic if you trade away with Merrifield. So they're trying to still sell you on 2022. And Dayton Moore had a few headlines go around. We're going to talk about the Mondesi one in a different podcast. But on this podcast, we're going to talk about the one where he made headlines by saying that this team kind of is what it is at this point, and there is no, there's no big ad to have happen for this ball club. And that was kind of you know, a statement that caused a stir because this team's very bad record-wise right now. But I think he's right. And look, I'm not somebody who blindly trusts Dayton Moore. In fact, of all of the Kansas City media, I'm somebody who's uh, the most kind of uh, bashful on Dayton Moore. And that's not to say that I overly criticize him. I just, I'm not going to kiss the ring the way that other people will to keep kind of their access. So I'm not afraid to say whenever Dayton Moore messes up or says something dumb or makes a bad trade or whatever. But in this case, he's right. There is nothing else to do besides sit and wait and hope. Because you're not going to go sign a Carlos Correa type of player. Duh. So, like, getting a big free agent is out. There's not really a trade for a big name that makes a ton of sense, especially where your farm system's at right now. And really, when you look at this ball club... A pitching rotation of Singer, Bubich, Keller as your top three, Lynch at four, Miner in there as well. Throw in Coar, maybe sign another uh, you know kind of veteran pitcher the way that you signed Mike Miner this year and hope that uh, that they kind of become a quality starter as well. You know that rotation in an expanded playoffs. And even in a non-expanded playoffs, but we know that we're going to get expanded playoffs. That rotation that should be good enough. All those guys have to take a step forward next year. They just have to. Your bullpen featuring Scott Barlow and Jake Brents and Josh Dahmont, even Richard Lovelady, that should be good enough whenever you call up some other guys and, of course, add some minor pieces around it. Pieces better than Irvin Santana and Greg Holland and Wade Davis. And then your lineup. I mean, your lineup, again, wit is elite. Nicky Lopez took a huge leap. Perez is elite. You need a little bit more from Carlos Santana next year, just a little bit. Benatendi, if he stays healthy, had a really good season. You need much more from Hunter Dozier all year long. And then you're going to have Modesty come back, who's only played in like 10 games. You're going to call up Nick Prado, who's been mashing. You're going to call up Bobby Witt Jr., who's been mashing. And then you sign maybe a veteran, the way that you signed Michael A. Taylor this year and hope for a, kind of a better result than Michael A. Taylor, even though he's been kind of serviceable. What, what is there to do besides sit and wait and hope 
that the guys you invested in, the guys that you've you've picked high in the draft, the guy that you the guys that you have kind of banked this system on, actually perform, actually get better, actually fulfill what they need to fulfill. And this year that lineup should have been good. I mean, the, I mean the lineup should have been much better. At one time you had Witt, Solaire, Perez, Santana, Benatendi, Dozier. If you could have added, if you could have had all those guys hitting at the same at the same time, plus had the turnaround from Nicky Lopez, plus actually had a healthy Mondesi, this lineup would have been electric. But instead, Solaire sucked, Dozier sucked, and it kind of fell apart. So Dayton Moore is right in the sense of anything short of just selling every piece of quality player or potential quality player that you have and starting this thing from the ground up, short of doing that, the only thing left to do is hope that these guys turn it around on their own. They, they do the offseason work they need to do. They do the progression they need to do this offseason and then spring training, and they become the player who they could be. Those are your two options. You either tear this thing down to the studs and restart and have a another six, seven-year rebuild, eight-year rebuild, nine-year rebuild, rebuild, or you run it back next year and hope that Dozier's not an, one of the worst heroes in all of baseball for 90% of the season. And you hope that the progression from Lopez is good. And you hope that you know Mondesi can play more than 10 games. And the Lopez progression is, is legit. And Witt can still be elite. And, and Perez can still uh, remain on fire to play, having the two best years of his career these last two seasons. You hope that Santana can get on base at a little bit of a higher clip than he did this year. But still, very good player for this lineup. And then you hope that Prado and, and Witt Jr. can mash right away and can make an impact right away for you. Now, with the service time and things like that, who knows if they're going to be there opening day, but they'll be there you know, a couple couple weeks down the line next year. And if they're not, that's a big, big red flag. And then you also still have you know, guys like Kylos Bell who could come and take the spot of Michael A. Taylor, who's a free agent this year. He's played all right in the minor leagues. And, you know, and of course, you hope that as young as he is, he can take a, uh, a step this offseason. So Dayton Moore's right. I don't think that you should give up on this core yet. I think that this core still has talent. And there's not really much for him to do right now besides hope that he's right. He's banked on Daniel Lynch. He's banked on Brady Singer. He's banked on Chris Bewitch. He's banked on Brad Keller being good. He gave Dozier that extension. He's banked on, on, on Hunter Dozier being good. You just got to hope that they're actually good. You've got to hope that you're right. And we'll see if they are or not. They're going to sell you all offseason on being a postseason team next year. And that next year, if they're if they look like this, there's no more excuses. If they look like this next year, where they're terrible for 90% of the year, then they have a good month or two good months, especially waiting till the end of the season to start playing quality baseball. If they look like this next year, then you do consider, and you should, tear it all down if there's no improvement. But the hope is there will be improvement. And that next year, you'll see that big jump. And they're also helped out by expanded playoffs. I mean, you're, you're seeing right now the rumors of, oh, they might do, you know, 14-team playoff. They, they might do, you know, X amount of team. You know, 14 is kind of the big rumor right now for the expanded playoffs. The playoffs will expand. They're going to have a new collective bargaining agreement this year. The playoffs will expand, and that will help Kansas City as well. 
We'll talk about how that helps Kansas City moving forward coming up. But first, I want to say right now, we're good friends over at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sport action. Baseball's in full swing. You can track that action at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. You can bet on every single, and I mean every single, baseball game. Over-unders, prop bets, run differential, the spread. You can also bet on the NFL preseason, which gets underway for your Kansas City Chiefs this weekend. And you can even bet on NBA Summer League, on NFL over-under win totals, so like how many games will the Chiefs win this year? You can bet on that as well. You can bet on everything at betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportbook experts. Go bet on the Royals game tonight by going to betonline.ag using our code locked on. It'll get you a 50% welcome bonus, a 50% welcome bonus, a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. But online, your online sportbook experts, promo code locked on, will get you that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. We are back on Locked On Royals podcast on Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. Go check out the Locked On Bets podcast. The Locked On Bets podcast will help you bet on baseball. It makes it so it's not a guessing game. If you listen to the, to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling, you get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favored, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts from. Locked On Bets uh, will have that covered for you. Locked On Bets podcast, a very, very great podcast to get into right now because not only will they help you with baseball, but as football begins and more people bet on football than any other sport, you can hear their college picks, their NFL picks, and all that fun stuff over at Locked On Bets. Brought to you by our good friends over at betonline.ag. So here's what's to come on this podcast. You're going to have another podcast episode talking about Mondesi and Dayton Moore's comments about Alberto Mondesi and about kind of not banking on him anymore. You'll also have a podcast on the Yankees series recap and the 2022 schedule. You're also going to have a recap on, you know, a, a series preview, I should say, for the Cardinals this weekend and a series recap of the weekend series against the Cardinals last weekend. So a lot more podcasts coming your way on the Lockdown Royals podcast. Stay tuned. It's the Lockdown Royals podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, your teams every day. We're back. Baseball with the Royals. 